Welcome to The Change Officer. I'm Rachel Muleman. I'm here with a very special guest, Ahmed from Phallic. I want to make sure that I pronounce this Phallic Startups, right? Yes. Uh, okay, <laughs> great, great, great. Thank you so much for coming today. It's really a pleasure to have you here and to find out you were one of the speakers at SEP today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to meet you and uh, very, very good energy, very good vibes that you have here. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Thank you. Well, we want to get a little bit nitty gritty about what you're doing here and what you're doing for Egypt startups, because you are a mover and shaker. You know, as we say, the change officer, you're one of those guys that are out there in the field, uh, in the nitty gritty, seeing what's happening with the startups and the entrepreneurs. Yeah, of course. Um, so first of all, I'm Ahmed Hazan Bakoui. I... Uh, I'm the managing director of Phalax Startups. Phalax Startups is an uh, accelerator based out of Cairo. We are a fund that uh, invests in uh, in uh, technology startups. We mainly invest in technology talents, and we help those startups uh, accelerate their growth exponentially so that they could attract uh, other investors to uh, to invest in them further on and uh, help them continue their journey to to being scale-ups. Amazing, yeah. amazing. And so give me some numbers. What do you got? You got you've you been doing this for a while. What's it, 70 startups so far? Is that one of the numbers I saw at your web? Yep. Right? <laughs> okay, so that's a great big number. And and what, what are those startups? What do they look like? Give me a little overview of how that's structured. All right, so the startups, we, as you, uh, as it's mentioned on the website, we've uh, invested in uh, 70 startups, accelerated more than 70 startups as well, because we, uh, we run the program for our sister company as well, which is, uh, which is a, a fund that's a partnership between one of the very prominent investment banks in, uh, in Egypt and our mother company, which is Egypt Ventures, the, the fund of funds and uh, the main arm for deployment of investment on, in entrepreneurship. Uh, supported by the, the government represented in the Ministry of uh, International Cooperation. Uh, so the main idea was to, uh, was to help uh, the Egyptian entrepreneurship scene to develop and flourish by providing investments and providing support, uh, whatever that may be. So we, uh, uh, those, those startups, as well, back to, back to your question, the startups uh, portfolio looks like, uh, like a, a very, bad, a very um, good representation of the startup ecosystem in Egypt. So it's a bit of everything, like health tech startups, uh, uh, SaaS products, uh, other businesses that's uh, digitally, digitally transforming some uh, some markets. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's a very uh, like high level presentation of the, the portfolio that we have. Okay, yep. it's quite it's great because mm -hmm. it's that the, you know the tech space, and that's why we're here at Startup, yep. and I'm I'm in Step, and I'm assuming that's how you were invited to talk here mm -hmm. as well, right? And mm -hmm. and tell me what were your, your talk about? What were you informing people or notifying and, and giving them some education about? Yeah, we were talking about uh, how to build scalable uh, scalable startups or how to to build scalable uh, products in general. Um, it was a very interesting talk. Actually, we, we, it was a bit more of a discussion on how to. Uh, build uh, those products given that the audience were all uh, entrepreneurs themselves so they were actually teaching me what's uh, what's working with them or what's working for their startups and what's not so it's a bit of a uh, always it's a it's a discussion we're all trying to navigate through what's going on and uh, try to figure out what works and what doesn't and uh, that's pretty much it and it's always it's always about different aspects of uh, the life or the journey of the startup so you have your product you have the problem that this product is solving and you have uh, the, the, the development and the evolution of the means of distribution of this product. So it's always like development and evolution of things and pretty, pretty amazing thing to be actually in this uh, ecosystem that teaches you a lot and teaches you a lot of innovative ways to think about even, even 
day-to-day things in your life just by learning what the startups and the, the founders are doing with the products. It's, it's exciting, right? Very it's, much, yeah. It's so exciting being at an event like this. You see yes. all this, you know, stimulation of people in creating, you yes, know, what they're trying to do and achieve. And so from the startup scene, what do you, are there some similar themes that you're finding are kind of their challenges as a business that's trying to grow and scale in Egypt specifically? Well, in Egypt, yes, there is uh, one predominant problem that we, uh, that we always face as like, startups or people that work with startups, which is talent like acquisition, retaining, and maintaining. So this is uh, this is uh, a huge problem that would face uh, face Egyptian entrepreneurs. Uh, basically, because it's it's the same problem that would have been with uh, sorry the startups that in, in Southeast Asia maybe would face. It's the availability of talent at uh, very competitive uh, uh, compensation rates. So it's they they usually get adopted by. Uh, by competition or peers that are based out of Europe or North America, that's uh, that could be a bit of a challenge. So, and we're not actually also the the startup founders that would uh, go ahead and like, come up with the good products and good solutions for for certain problems would not necessarily be the best people managers. So it's also a, be- a very uh, very bit of a much of a problem to uh, to go about that. I would say it's probably the most expensive problem to have in any business, right? Exactly, yeah. You know, you can't guarantee they're going to stick around for a while. They really need to be invested on some level, right? Mm-hmm. And so your goals here today in Dubai, you know, I know you've been in the industry for a while. Tell me, did you know you were going to be here? Let's look back at your life 20 years ago. Did you imagine that you'd be running this business that's helping and really changing lives of business owners and entrepreneurs in, in the region? Well, I I would have never thought that, but uh, it actually all uh, all makes sense backwards. Like when you connect the dots backwards, it all makes sense because uh, what I started off doing, I learned entrepreneurship at school, which at the time nobody actually knew what entrepreneurship was. It wasn't even like a common thing to say. It's not wasn't a commonplace like it is now. And uh, first, when I before I graduated, I went ahead and started. Uh, a company with with a co-founder of mine who's a who's a school friend also and it didn't go so well because because we didn't have this much of exposure and we didn't have this much of support system and represented in all these things that we see today as well as like something like uh, like what we're doing today this is this is not this hasn't been the case back then so now i think it's uh, it's a much better chance for startups to to flourish and to come up with ideas and find the right support and uh, and this is what actually is, excites me about the about the thing. So what I, whatever I failed at, people could actually benefit from our support and help and funding to actually build similar or better products than we were trying to build. And we, I'm, I'm happy to be part of their success as well. I love it because it's it's about learning from other people's mistakes, yes. right? Yes, and yes. so let's talk about your first one. What was it? What were you doing? Yeah, it was a simple e-commerce startup. So okay. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, what problem start- did it solve? It uh, solved the problem that brick and mortar, the, the basic problem, the, something that's from 10 years ago, it wasn't a very complicated problem. It's uh, the brick and mortar shops didn't offer much of uh, of good value for money. Didn't uh, it was a very high operating cost business. So we're trying to just trim the fat of all the business and just offer the products online, just B two C, direct to customer uh, kind of thing. And uh, we had we had a good run, and then uh, we ran out of funds and it didn't uh, didn't just work out. 
Okay, so it turned into an expensive hobby, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we see it quite a lot, right? And, yeah. uh, you know, it's very easy to go there. So mm -hmm. it's about how to preventing that from happening. And so through that journey, what is some of the tips that you can give startups that may be going that direction? Exactly what you said. Just figure out a very a, a problem that is good enough to solve and sizable enough to solve and not rather follow your your intuition about uh, figuring out that you have came up with a very good idea and get very excited about it and then just go and build it and there's no validation for it. Just find something that actually people would appreciate you solving for them. Just solve for your customers, not, not just solve for your idea and try to, be, to, to bring it to market and just push it down their like, throat. Right, yeah, that probably <laughs> won't work very well. Yeah. I have kids, it doesn't work with children, you know, as much as exactly. we'd like to try it. Yeah. But um, um, when it comes to funding, I'm sure, you know, there's a part of this where people here are looking for money. This is how they sustain it. This is how they grow, right? And what tips do you have for those startups that are looking specifically in Egypt, right? Because you are targeting that Egypt space of startups. Where, where, what do they need before they even start looking for that funding? Before they even go on that journey? What should they be thinking about? They should be thinking about how to figure out how they're going to grow this company in a way that's going to make sense for the investor, that's going to give them substantial amount of, amounts of money, take very limited equity in their, in their company, and then expect them to scale like, like crazy, like 100x of their business or something, so that they can make returns on their money, because it's a very high-risk investment as well. So they need to put themselves in, in the investor's shoes and uh, understand that this, if, if this is not a business that could scale to tremendous amounts of, uh, of operation and bring in a lot of uh, a lot of return to the investor they're not they're not going to look at it so they need to give a proper roadmap to the the investor as to how they're going to scale this business how they're going to manage it at scale and how they're going to give back a, a promising return and handsome return for the investor that's what they're in for no matter what investor would tell you uh, about being a value add and anything no it's 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 all about the money at the end and uh, of course with that would come some value because they want to maximize their, their value in their investment. Uh, but then at the end of the day, it has to make sense for the, for the investor and the fund. So just be prepared for, for like the, the questions that would be asked about scalability, about, uh, about the, techni the technicalities of the product and how scalable it could be. And uh, I know I'm saying scalability a lot of times, right? It's a good name. I mean, good word, yeah, right? Yeah, scalability yeah. is what everyone's going for. <laughs> yeah. More bigger the business, the more money you make. Yeah. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. So tell me, you would we had made a very breach conversation about this, how you're going through the startup internally of mm -hmm. your business, you know, to go through that development of a startup and to help support those startups a little bit better. Tell me a little bit more about that. What what were you referring to? All right, so we like to refer to ourselves as startups ourselves. So we're called Falex Startups. We're actually a startup. And what we're trying to do is to fundraise for our business as well to continue our, our journey of supporting those startups. The problem that we're solving is that the people want the, the patient funding, the, the supportive funding that they could get to scale their products or sometimes to build it. Uh, so what we're trying to do is to uh, to bring in more funds to the to the fund so that we can deploy it elsewhere because right now as, as we were talking we are limited to investments only in uh, the borders of Egypt and uh, we see a lot of uh, a lot of potential in in the region and we don't we don't want to miss on that we want to participate in those success stories as well I think if you're here, you're already in the starting ground, you yeah, know. Yeah, we had a lot of conversations around here, yeah. <laughs> and which is great, yeah. you know, this is a place to be. I mm -hmm. mean, Dubai is, if you're here, you know, you can make it anywhere in a sense. And you're part of that ecosystem where that's beginning to start everyone, you know, like 
you've been in that ecosystem that kind of is helping that development of the startup community. So when we look outside of Egypt, what is your long-term goal? What are your, some of your objectives of accomplishing or where would you like to be in the next five years with your startup? Well, what we want to do is to offer a very, uh, like the, an offering that makes sense for the, for the founders and for the, for the, the LPs of the, of the fund. What we're trying to do is to come up with innovative solutions for for the funding, and for the for the supporting that for the support that we give to the startups, so that we can make sure to uh, to provide very good returns for the investors, so, so that we can bring in more investors to deploy more capital into innovative uh, solutions, and to offer the best uh, programs and the best support and, as I said, the, the the funding mechanisms and tools that makes the most sense for the for the startups without. Uh, giving them like uh, thing, terms or uh, or conditions that they would not uh, tolerate. And what at what stage do you say bye bye? Thank you. It's nice to know you. We've helped you grow, and now we watch you go away. You know, never, never, right? You <laughs> no. stay on board. Yeah. Has there, you have any one uh, maybe uh, best story to tell in terms of your someone that you really, really took a personal venture and connected with, and really believed in what they were doing? Yes, actually, we have a we have a company. I, I actually hate to do that because they, I, I like them all. But okay. uh, this 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 very they're very one uh, is very uh, very dear to me. It's called Bypass. Okay. And what Bypass does is that it, it extends a product that's called Health Tag. And uh, what they're trying to do is to bring the information, the the health information for the for their patients back to back in the hands of. Uh, their patients because right now in Egypt what's what's going on and maybe in uh, a lot of parts of the world uh, what happens is people don't have much access to their their own personal health information that is scattered all around the the, the healthcare service system uh, in the country or maybe across borders so what they're trying to do is to consolidate that and give the give it back to the to the patients and uh, give them the power to to build and give the the other health service providers the power to leverage on that data and offer better services to uh, uh, to the to their users okay it's like really in, you know supporting those users so yes. they keep the data themselves right yes, exactly. it's kind of, uh, offline i'm assuming you know like yeah, exactly. with, offline and online right. it's a, it's a cloud based solution that, okay uh, yeah. all right and mm -hmm. so this triggers this is something passionate for you because why because uh, I've I've seen like the I've seen the founder early on like struggle to build build a good product and struggle to uh, to build a support system around him to uh, to to scale up this this uh, the solution and fundraise to uh, continue their their journey the journey and I really believed in uh, in him early on and. Uh, like there's there's also a bit of an inclusion part of it because he's not from you know it's it's uh, everywhere you go you'll find this centralization of focus in business uh, when it comes to the capital and he's not from the capital so there's not much support uh, where he lives he's from uh, from a city called Monofeya mm -hmm. and uh, that was actually exciting for me as well because there's there's this part of uh, like including other parts of uh, Egypt into into this parts where maybe would be overlooked by other investors or maybe other uh, supporting uh, like organizations. Amazing, so Amazing. you had a little soft spot for that, yeah. watching someone down and out <laughs> be able to succeed and really exactly. grow. And was he able to meet some of your expectations? Of course, yes. yes. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, well done though. Congratulations yes. to him because Thank I know you. it's hard to choose your favorite child, you know, <laughs> especially when you have 70 of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was since you have so many of these guys going, and girls going through this struggle of, you know, the entrepreneur space, It's you have to do everything. 
it's hard to prioritize when you are the ops, finance, marketing, sales. You're doing everything in your organization. So what tips do you, you give them and how do you guys support them and prioritize which way to support them internally? Well, it's inevitable, like you said, you have to do them, but you have to put in mind a roadmap where, where you're ready to delegate those things. So you can't do them and just put a plan that includes you keep you keeping doing those things. You can't you can't just do that. So you have to do them at first and then just uh, like document what you whatever you're doing and then maybe pass this on and learn and just hire hire very good people that could take this forward. You can't you can't just uh, depend on on yourself to do all of these things. Otherwise, you're gonna break down. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, a mental health day is something that yeah, every right? entrepreneur needs. You know. Yeah. And do you find that with this space now, it's become very competitive in terms of incubators and support networks for entrepreneurs? So why would they choose yours over anybody else? You know, to get and search for that support. Well, the thing is, we're. We're very passionate about what we're doing, so people people know that it's very it's very obvious. We're talking about uh, about what we're doing all the time, and we cannot actually disconnect. I don't know if that's going to be uh, sustainable or that's healthy or not, but that's that's our case. We we live and eat and breathe uh, Falak, so that's uh, this, that's something that cannot be overlooked. Like people people notice that, so they know that once they get into uh, the Falak family, as we call it. Uh, they're never, they're never out. They're never. Uh, we never look. Uh, we, we never like. Uh, we leave no one behind. We always, we always support them with everything that we could, even personally. Like we, uh, we are friends with with almost all of our uh, our portfolio company founders. So this is something that you might not find any any other place. And uh, especially that we are on. That's that's on a on a team level. And then you have uh, the links to to the government that gives you access to a lot of uh, uh, a lot of initiatives and a lot of support that could be uh, that could be offered from from the ministry side, the Ministry of Investment Co- uh, Sorry, the Ministry of uh, International Cooperation. And uh, and then you have the network effect. It's it's a big family now of, uh, of so many founders, and those founders have tried different things and uh, tried things that worked and things that failed. And uh, you can learn from them and access. Uh, give you know, they can give you access to things that uh, otherwise would would cost you a lot of time and effort to unlock uh, from the from the beginning. So they save you a lot of time to to just build on their success and just get access to the to the network of. Actually, uh, also the, the the solutions that they actually build that you can not can onboard as a startup. So it's it's a whole ecosystem. Sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> you told me to take care of the mic. So yes, yeah. <laughs> that's your baby. That's your baby. It's not a startup. But it's a mic. Yeah. Um, amazing. So if someone wants to join the Falak family, yeah, how do they do it? They just go online and uh, apply to Falak startups, or just find anyone of the team and they'll uh, they'll help them in. Okay. Yeah. And is it pretty seamless? I mean, pretty uh, seamless. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's guaranteed. A, it's not guaranteed. Like you have to, uh, you have to pass some. Uh, like you have to check the criteria, and then uh, if uh, if it all if it, everything is in place, you we take you on. Okay. Yeah. Amazing <laughs> opportunity, Ahmed. You've been so sweet and so nice and so gentle, and I feel like you have this very nurturing way of helping. You know, people. There is like a very charismatic energy about you that you can help. That can see how you help other entrepreneurs and how it feels very genuine and uh, honest. So I I appreciate that. It's, you know. it's the failed startup. <laughs> <laughs> the mentality. It's coming yeah, to yeah. haunt you. Yeah, yeah. It's the failed startup that I don't want. Uh, I don't want anyone to just uh, go through that. So I just want to do whatever I can to uh, to help people uh, and we as a team actually we just want to help people grow and help people succeed we just want to to see them uh, achieve great things yeah. 
Amazing. So if you need support to help and grow, Phallic Family might be right for you. Ahmed, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you for being here today with Change Officer. Good luck. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you.